I'm Jack Kennedy, and we're here to bring you the latest in MMA. My name is Hunter Boss, and what the boss says goes. What is up, everyone? My name is Keaton McNamara, and you already know what time it is. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MMA Island podcast. I am Jack Kennedy alongside Keelan McNamara and Hunter Boss. And today we have a very, very, very special guest, Julian Lane, current bare knuckle fighter. Julian, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, th- thank you for having me on the show, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, before we get into the normal topics of today, there was a big uh, incident that happened between you and Mike Perry. We want to get your perspective on what happened. So break us through what, what happened with you and Mike Perry. Well, long story short, man, we've, we've been having this little beef on social media ever since uh, he supposedly signed with BKFC. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm always introducing new fighters to Bare Knuckles. So I said, why not Mike Perry? Why, why not I get that fight? You know, let me introduce him to Bare Knuckles. So kind of you know close mouth don't get fed man so i got the we got the people a little on social media and then i heard he was going to be at the fights in tampa so i seen him in the stands I, I and long story short he was commentating and he was on the big screen and i was like yo that's my cue right there that's my cue i'm, I'm on it i'm on it so you know pretty much just approached him i was like what's up platinum pussy you know what i mean I got a few a few names for that guy. I mean, right. you might hear Platinum Pussy, you might hear Platinum P, Double P, Magic P. I mean, there's all types of names for this guy now. So, but yeah, I ended up walking up to him and I, and uh, we got in a little brawl, man, a little scuffle. So, who, who can say no to this fight now? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, it's 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 got to happen. We have unfinished business now, and uh, I'm pretty sure. He wants to fight me after, um, you know, he, he dropped a little, he dropped a little bomb on uh, Instagram on me talking, call me Lumpy Lane, you know, because he got a couple shots there. But yeah, I also got a shot in myself, man. Right. Yeah. Well, has, has Bare Knuckle approached you about that, making that fight official? No, I haven't heard nothing from Bare Knuckle. Actually, I haven't heard anything since the incident. Everybody's saying I'm suspended, so... But, like, nobody told me anything. You know what I mean? I don't even – I didn't hear anything come out of the boss's mouth about being suspended or anything. So, I don't know what to expect. But, hey, all, I, all I'm focused on right now is fighting Mike Perry, man. That's, you know, that's in my mind. If they say the fight's off with Caleb, that's cool, too. You know what I mean? Like, my, regardless of who I'm fighting, Mike Perry's the guy I got my eyes on, man. Absolutely. And that's all the fight that we want to see, too. And I, I loved hearing that, your perspective from that. Well – Let's go ahead and let's start talking MMA today, starting with the news. And today we're talking Dustin Poirier, potential fight rumor with Nate Diaz, Julian Lane. What do you think about this whole rumor between Nate Diaz and uh, Dustin Poirier? Uh, hey, anything with Nate Diaz in it, man, you can have my money, bro. Right. Like, that's, that's the bad boy of the UFC right there, man. You know what I mean? He's, he's the money fight. He's a money fight, man. He's, he's definitely one of my inspirations when it comes to fighting. So definitely I'm looking forward to that. And like you said, 
get ready for that. Get ready for that show, man. That's that's the next. That's gonna be the next big money fight right there. That's for Aaron ATS. I'm looking forward to it, man. Hunter, what do you think? You know, I think Poirier is a tough guy, man. Poirier is a tough guy, and uh, it it just makes for a great fight, man. Nate's good on the ground, so you never know, man. Wrestler and grappler, wrestler, striker, it's all that mix, man. You know what I mean? You get all three of those there. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I think a, a lot of people on social media are counting Nate out of this fight for some reason. He is so not out of this fight. This is the fight that Nate likes. You know, he yeah. likes going against these big strikers that have a lot of power because little do they know, Nate peppers them up, peppers them up on the feet, peppers them up on the feet, and then out of nowhere, he just delivered these bombs. And I think on the ground, easily, Nate has the advantage. I mean, he's the BJJ black belt, trained under the Gracies. This man is really good on the ground. So, yeah. Nate, he is on the for ground. Sure. Yeah, totally, totally for and, sure. And, and, you know, he likes to stand and bang too, man. That boy, yeah. he, he only goes to the ground if somebody takes him to the ground, man. So. That's right. That's what I love about Nate Diaz right there is that he has I feel that. like Dustin, yeah, and, and, and poor Dustin, I feel like he's going to sit there and his, it's his ego against Nate's, you know what I mean? And they're both going to sit there and bang it out, man, until – one guy is forced to take him down. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, that's so true. It's gonna make for a great fight, man. And and who who's who gets who wins that? The fans win that fight right there. <laughs> oh yeah, Definitely yeah. Um, I absolutely love that from Julian because he's absolutely correct. The only everybody wins out of this fight. Dustin wins, Nate wins, and the fans win. Most importantly, because Dustin loves having a, do- a target who stands in front of him, and Nate loves having someone who'll punch himself out. This is literally the <laughs> best fight that can be made. Um, yeah, I love this fight, especially if Dustin does want to move up to 170. There's not much better of a matchup he can get going up to 170 in a division that's dominated by wrestlers than Nate freaking Diaz. Who doesn't want to see that? No one does. It's just absolutely perfect. And Julian, really, to your credit, you hit the nail on the head there. Hunter, you're absolutely right as well. Nate Diaz is anything but out of this fight. The guy is one tough son bitch. I don't even need to tell you why. The guy just loves taking punishment and then beating ass um, after he's just absorbed inhuman punishment. So, hell yeah, this is the fight to make for Nate and for Dustin too. And I think this will explode 2022. Get at that rocket ship start. Absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree with you guys. I mean, Dustin Poirier right now, I think if we're talking on form current fighters, yes, he just lost to Charles Oliveira. But Charles Oliveira is absolutely the best 155 pounder on the planet right now in, 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 in the UFC. Um, but Dustin Poirier is, is so technically good at boxing and everything like that. And what he brings to the table is just honestly an element of chaos. And that is what Nick, Nate Diaz thrives off of is, is chaos. And they will go in there. And, and Julian, you said it perfectly. It's just the fans winning that fight. The hype going into it, everything about it. It's just going to be an amazing fight. And it will probably end up being both of them standing right in front of each other the entire time, just throwing bombs until right. either Nate Diaz falls or, or Poirier falls. Does Poirier gas out towards the end of the fight? Because we know Nate Diaz doesn't slow down the entire five That's rounds. Cool. And then, like you guys, exactly. It's just going to be an absolute war. There's no quit in either of those guys, and they will just go out there and put on a show. I mean, I'm I'm so excited. It's just a rumor, and this, I guess, you know, you never want to get too hyped up about rumors because there's always a chance it doesn't happen. 
But this fight, I think, logically makes sense with the order of like what fighters are going to who, who's going to fight what right now based off results. I think this fight will happen. And I, I mean, there's so much money that can be made off of this and promotion from the UFC, too. I think it's a fight to make for both fighters. It's going to be amazing. We're all very excited about it. Nate Diaz, Dustin Poirier, thumbs up from everybody on this podcast for sure. Absolutely. Well, let's move on now to the best of the best. And we're, since we have Julian Lano, we're talking about bare knuckle boxing. Julian, can bare knuckle boxing become one of the major players in combat sports? Absolutely, man. And uh, was that a question? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say that again. Do, do you think bare knuckle boxing can become one of the main players in combat sports? Oh, absolutely, man. Uh, it's, it speaks for itself, man. It's um, it's making its name. You know, it's making its name all around the world. Like. It started over in England. That's actually when I first started doing bare knuckle boxing. I was, uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. All right, just make sure. <laughs> guys, crazy over here in the gym, man. We're at the this Muay Thai gym, man. It's a little, little Thailand right here, man. Right. It's one of the only sit your sit your tongue styles of Muay Thai in the area. So it's actually a branch of Mark Delagrati, UFC. So yeah, man. But yeah, back to the bare knuckle. I, man, I started doing this shit over in England, man, before it was even legal in the States here. So I went across the pond. I fought a guy 17-0 from Ireland. His name was Jimmy Sweeney. And I, I, I beat him on my debut fight in Bare Knuckle. I took the Bare Knuckle Boxing World title. And ever since then, it, the sport has been growing in America, man. Like, I set the tone for that shit. Just so yeah. everybody knows, get that clear. You know, and the bare knuckle fighting championship is it's the fastest growing sport right now. Bare knuckle fighting. Uh you got you got it in Russia, you got it in Poland, you got it in Thailand, you know, we're going to Mexico. These guys are are just going international, man, and they're putting on shows every month. And you know, you got the BKTV app, man, so you can watch it all day, every day, man. So it's definitely something I think is uh training pretty hard, you know, so and it gives fighters an uh, opportunity to make more money fighting. You know, it's kind of a long journey doing the MMA journey, just fighting, fighting low-income fights, man, just getting a little bit for – you put in so much and you only get a little bit out of it, you know. MMA, MMA man, it's a long road, you know, to the UFC. And, and you know, I know, speak, you know, coming from a guy like me, I know that, man, because I've been doing it 13 years, and I still haven't had my UFC debut. You know what I mean? I've, I've been on the show twice, and I never got a, never got my shot in the UFC. So it's a, it's definitely a long road. And uh, Bear Knuckle kind of gave us that that outlet to actually make good money, man, that we deserve and, and fighting, you know? And it's just, it's just a blessing, man, to be able to compete on one of the highest stages and it being Bear Knuckle, you know? Like, fucking old school. Fucking bare knuckle, man. Like that shit goes way back, man. And who would it, you know, who who wants to retire fighting saying, you know, they haven't done bare knuckle? You have to try it one time. If you're a real fighter, you gotta do bare knuckle. You gotta try it once, man. Yeah, let's go. That that's awesome. Well, I I love to hear. I'd love to hear. It. And to answer the question even further, like if, if bare knuckle boxing will be like a, a good combat or like a, a famous combat sport in the future that's even more famous than it is now. I think it's already at that status. I think bare knuckle boxing is extremely, extremely entertaining and extremely unique in the fact that it has so many different rule sets that you might not see from any other organizations. I love the toe-to-toe start 
how you're, yes. just, you're in their face and it's so up close and personal. And I also love the open scoring. You know, you get to see what who's actually winning in between rounds. I think that right. is one of the coolest things of bare knuckle boxing, as well as the toe to toe. And it's already growing super fast. Like yeah. Julian said, it is one of the fastest growing sports in the world currently, and it'll only increase. So definitely, absolutely, man. Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of, you know, people want to argue, oh, it's bloody, it's more brutal. It's really it's not more brutal, man. Like, you're you're going to get cut, yep. you know, you're going to, it's going to be bloody. But at the end of the day, we're not, we're not taking as many punches. We're not getting kicked in our head, elbowed in our head. I mean, I love MMA, man. That's my passion and all these, but it's like, I feel like uh, MMA fight to me is fucking way more brutal than, uh, bare knuckle boxing dude because a lot of times you don't even want to throw your hardest punch because you don't want to break your hands you know what i mean and that's what people don't realize like we wear gloves and we wear wraps to protect our hands not to protect our opponent mm. and it sounds so i mean they're like ah it sounds good but yeah that's true though like we literally protect our hands and i've learned that doing bare knuckle man i've had broken hands i've had a broken jaw and i've i've learned like man you really got to pick your shots you got to really be technical and smart when you're fighting bare knuckle. It's 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 chess all day, man. It, there's no, you know, there's no just going in there and and yeah, you can brawl it out, but you got to be smart, man. Mm -hmm. Got to be smart in your timing. Timing is everything when it comes to bare knuckle. You don't have a glove, so it, hey, you you want to get that first punch. You know what I mean? Yeah, that for sure. Um, yeah, just to answer the question overall, before we actually get to that, a little fact that's been glossed over here. The fact that you knocked out an Irish bare knuckle boxer is <laughs> incredible on its own. Right? If you can knock out an Irish bare knuckle boxer, you can knock out a fucking elephant. So, Yo, Dipsy, <laughs> man, yeah, I respect for that. I mean, and I got mad respect for those guys, man. Like, they're dude, those are the real bare knuckle fighters over there, man. And that's why I keep telling these guys in the, in the states, man. If you ain't if you haven't fought nobody from England or Ireland, bro, bare knuckle, you ain't fought a real bare knuckle fight, man. That is very, very true. Believe me, it actually is. But yeah, to answer the question, I'm I'm with Hunter on this. I think bare knuckle boxing is already at that stage. And not even just for all the reasons Hunter listed, which are perfectly valid on their own. But think about the people who are in it. You know, guys like Jason Knight, Mr. Julian Lane himself, a legend of mixed martial arts, might I say. You know, we have guys like Artem Lobov, who had one of the most high-profile fights of I think it was 2019 against Pauli Malinaji. I mean, yeah, how, many, yeah. how many people watched that? That was an insane fight from beginning to end. Now we have guys like Mike Perry involved, people like Rachel Ostovich who are involved, who are all big names. So I think personally, we're, it's almost asking the wrong question. I don't think we should be asking if bare knuckle boxing can get to that stage. I think we should be asking how big it can go because I think we're already at that point. I think we're at that levy. And I think if you've got guys like Julian Lane fighting Mike Perry, I think that's what really takes it to the next level. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. 100%, Thank you. man. Like, the, the, I, I agree with everything you guys just said, too. It's how far can it go? And I think it, it has enormous potential. And I think that potential comes from just bare knuckle boxing itself and how entertaining of a sport it is because you are, it is, you, you guys literally start right next to each other from when that bell rings right there and it's nonstop action because it has to be, there's no gloves. Like Julian said, the, the margin for error, error is so low because if you mess up or something like that and someone lands clean, your lights could go out. 
So it is Absolutely. so skilled. You have to be, you have to be technical, but it is also a, a technical brawl in there with how it's set up. So I love everything about it. And I love the names that are going in there. So many people from MMA are transitioning into bare knuckle boxing because of that reason. I, I really think it is a new wave of combat sports and you guys nailed it. It's already there. But I think it will continue year after year, gaining traction and becoming nationally recognized as a true sport and something people have to tune in tune in for because it's going to be just a, a spectacle. Every single fight is a spectacle for sure. And especially when you have guys like Julian Lane going in there that will put on a show and are a big name. Like that, I, I that Mike Perry, because that Mike Perry fight between you, that will happen. I guarantee that has to happen. It's gotta happen, bro. It's, it's I already I already set the tone, man. It's up to him to sign the fight. Y'all already know I'm ready to sign that dotted yep. line. We already made a statement. We made it loud and clear on national TV. Platinum oh. Pussy signed the fight. That fight Whatever. is literally going to be like Don Fry against that Japanese guy in Pride. It is going to yeah. be absolute <laughs> murder, and I love it. I'm looking forward to hey, that, that, that. That has, dude, it's making my mouth water. Man. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 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 right there. <laughs> oh my it's like it's like ivan drago you know there will be blood or if he dies he dies you know yeah, there's definitely yeah. going to be blood in that fight it's yeah. going to be a fantastic fight when it happens absolutely you already seen how how it went in the crowd man oh, yeah. imagine that when we're after training <laughs> after camp man we're gonna be fucking in there at it man like two, like two pit bulls man yeah 100 must like absolutely well let's move on to the last segment of the day pick of the night Chris Dawkins, major heavyweight main event. Julian, who do you think wins? Um, man, I'm a Derek Lewis fan. Yeah, <laughs> I'm always gonna ride with my boy, man. I like Derek Lewis. I'm a big fan of that guy. But Chris, hey, he's a beast, man. Coming off of those knockouts, yeah. And what's he on a five fight win streak? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think it's five fights, all knockouts. That's um. But, you know, Derek's not an easy guy to put down. And, you know, a lot of guys sleep on him because the, they think he's just, you know, mashing Popeyes all day, man. But, <laughs> hey, that boy's really in the gym, man. <laughs> he's a tough guy, man. He's a, he's a comedian, man. I'm, like I said, man, I'm, I'm a big fan of Derek Lewis. That's, that's who I got. Yeah, no, that's a great pick. And you guys want to hear an interesting fact? Derek Lewis is surprisingly the underdog in this matchup. Whoa. I would not have pegged it as that. So when you're asking what my pick of the night is, it's Derek Lewis by far. If he's going to be underdog right now, Chris Dawkins has not faced the level of competition that Derek Lewis is and has faced. I mean, this man has faced the current champion, the interim champion. Derek Lewis has faced former champions. He's fought Daniel Cormier, debatably one of the best heavyweights of all time. Derek Lewis... I feel like has this matchup in the bag. This is what he wants. I mean, I don't know how crazy he's going to be in this fight, and I think he's going to be a little gun-shy to start with. But don't get me wrong. As soon as he gets punched in the face in that second round, he's going to be on it, and I'm calling for a second-round knockout for Derek Lewis. And you guys know why? Because what the boss says goes. Yeah. yeah that's that's, that's go. a good pick, actually. Um, yeah, how Derek Lewis is the underdog is really surprising to me. Just on profile alone, I don't understand it. My thing is, though, I'm actually slightly different from Hunter and Julian when it comes to this fight. 
And the problem is, is that although I love Derek Lewis, shout out H-Town, we all love the boy. <laughs> the problem is his clinch game is criminally underrated, but, but his takedown defense is not the same, just can't be said for it. And Chris Dawkins' wrestling is really, really good. You know, he's, he's fighting out of Philadelphia. Those boys can wrestle. His brother Kyle can sure as hell wrestle. And I can see him taking Derek Lewis down. And Derek Lewis has basically broken the Gracie's in jiu-jitsu because he just gets up, which I cannot tell you how much I love. But unfortunately, I think Chris Dawkins is going to be really strong, really punishing. I think he's going to take him down. I think he's going to batter him with some strikes. And I think that's how Chris Dawkins wins this fight, in my opinion. Now, that being said, if Derek Lewis summons the power of Popeyes and, you know, he gets tied quite badly by Chris Dawkins, but Dawkins leaves his hand down, well, then it's literally Derek Lewis's ball game at that point. I think the most likely win for me is a Chris Dawkins either dominant decision or late stoppage. But do not sleep on Derek Lewis because at any point, at any second of the fight, he can send your lights out. Mm. So, again, I'm really surprised by the betting odds. But if I had to pick, I would pick Chris Chris Dawkins by a second round knockout. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. And I I like your logic behind that. But see, the thing is, logic doesn't apply to Derek Lewis because of that power. Derek Lewis possesses (laughs) something that, that throws all of that out of the window. And look, I think we all love both these guys, honestly. I love what Chris Dawkins' oh, yeah. story is growing from, from a police officer to going into the UFC transitioning and becoming a real, uh, now he's a top heavyweight. This is the fight for him to crack into that top five, crack into a guy who was just fighting for the interim heavyweight title in Derek Lewis. This is his, his chance to become a top heavyweight. The thing is, Derek Lewis, whatever you, you say about the guy, he is a... a he doesn't fight like it, but he is a technical heavyweight. And the way that he sets everything up and the way that, you know, just how, how many opponents he's fought. He's experienced and he has the, the mindset of, of one of the top heavyweights. We're going to find out if Dawkins has that. We know that Derek Lewis has that. I honestly think this is going to be a traditional Derek Lewis fight, how this goes down. I think the first two rounds, Chris Dawkins is going to have a lot of success. I don't even know if he's going to use the wrestling too much because I think he's going to be very hesitant to just shoot a takedown or else Curtis blades could happen. Like the way he got uppercut and stuff like that. So I think he's going to want to set stuff up, just kind of work the jab, keep the distance. But at the end of the day, he might come a little bit too close. And I think around the third round, all it takes is one shot from Derek Lewis. And that is it. I think Derek Lewis lands that one shot. And I think he went against Chris Dawkins. I think I would predict the third round, the one more round after Hunters, uh, after early early success from Dawkins. I think one punch does it, and I think Derek Lewis will be the winner of this fight night, and we'll get another classic uh, post fight interview from Derek Lewis. That's my prediction. Yeah, absolutely. Well, man, I can't wait to see it, man. I'm just like I said, that's that's another fight for the fans, there, man. Yeah. It's a great way to end the year. We've had a fantastic year of combat sports, MMA, bare knuckle boxing, everything. It's been such a great year, and this is a perfect way to end it off. Uh, the year with the bang, hey, absolutely. With the bang, it started. Exactly. With the bang. Absolutely. Has anybody absolutely. seen Derek Lewis's comments about Chris Dawkins about two or three days ago? About yeah. the fact that he was a police officer, Jesus Christ, it's the most terrible thing ever. Oh, yeah, I can't funny. even bring myself to repeat it, but Julian knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, so. uh, yeah. 
Yeah, you gotta you gotta do it for the culture, Derek Lewis. I do it for the, <laughs> for culture, the culture, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's can't, what he does. can't let him Rodney King you, man. <laughs> there it is. That's it. Oh man. That's the most Derek Lewis thing ever to say. And I love it. Really it really is. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Julian. I'm, I'm not scared to say it, man. My dad's black, bro. People yeah. people always get on me for dropping the M bomb, man. I dude, it is what it is. haters are gonna hate, man. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna hate. It is what it is. I can only just be myself, man. I'm Things that come out of my me. mouth, I ain't got no control of what I do, man. God has all control of me. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Julian, what a great podcast, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. Mike Perry, Julian Lane will happen at some point. You gotta watch him. Bare knuckle fire, Julian. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. It was fun, man. Absolutely. And as always, everyone, thank you for listening. Make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. You can listen to this podcast everywhere, literally everywhere, including iTunes and Spotify. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram at MMA.Island and check out our website, MMAIsland.net. Great podcast, guys. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Julian, for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, most importantly, Julian, for coming on. And people, please go follow Julian Lane as well on Instagram and social media. The guy's account is lit. And look for that Mike Perry fight, because that is coming. Hey, guys, thanks for letting me bang. (laughs) Always.